0: Welcome to Cafecito with Rosie On Air, where you'll get to know local professionals, entrepreneurs, movers, and shakers, and how they're helping their community. Hear exclusive interviews from thriving individuals, get inspired, and learn from them. And now, your host, author, speaker, commissioner, Medicare broker, business owner, published author, and business trailblazer, Rosie Paulson.
1: Bienvenidos to Cafecito with Rosie on Air. My name is Rosie Paulson. I am a commissioner, a Medicare insurance broker, a public speaker, and in 2020, I published the book, The Mindset to Get What You Want. My brand promise is knowledge, connection, success. And Cafecito with Rosie features business owners in the community, who they are, what they do, and how they possibly impact our community. Today I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled and honored because you guys, you guys are going to get to hear from the person that helped my dream, my childhood dream come true because she helped me write my book. Today we have Shirley Jung. Shirley is an award-winning New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Amazon, and USA Today best-selling author who has published more than 70 books in 24 countries. As the owner of Jumpstart Creative Solutions, Shirley also does books building, content editing, ghost writing, and author coaching. She has worked with celebrities from the Today Show and Bravo TV, as well as former NFL players to craft their stories in a unique and compelling way. She has spoken all over the world about the power of narrative and how to create compelling books. A former former reporter and communications director for for a marketing agency, she uses her diverse background to help clients create impactful content that opens up new revenue streams. And that is what she did for me. So Shirley, welcome to my show. How are you?
0: Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm doing great, considering it's a Monday. <laughs> it's
1: all good. I know. I know. And actually, this is going to be kind of like the first week of July, and we're super excited. We just celebrated the Fourth of July, and you know, this is an amazing country, and I am blessed to be able to consider myself an American for over twenty-two years. And thank That's you, awesome. Shirley. Uh, thank you, Shirley, for uh, making my dream come true. Um, and thank you for everything you did for my book. But tell me a little bit about who you are. How long have you lived in the Tampa Bay area? Just whatever personal story that you might want to share with my viewers or my hearers, because in this case, (laughs) they're hearing me instead of you uh, looking at me
0: um i moved to the tampa bay area a little over seven years ago um we used to vacation down here as a family and i just loved it and so when i got the opportunity to move i took it because i grew up in massachusetts and lived in indiana which are both very cold and very wintry so and i love 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 the beach i really do so it was awesome to be able to move here and live here and live just a few miles from the beach
1: Great, great. And I know you're in the process of perhaps right now getting a question, a very important question <laughs> from you. So so hopefully well, by the time this airs, we will be preparing for a wedding.
0: <laughs> oh, I hope so. You know, <laughs> yeah. Knock on wood, I hope so.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know when it's the right person, right? Your heart that's just right. knows. And, uh, that's, right. and that's, that's what right. I tell people. It, it, and it's, this is no different than writing the books. So let me tell you guys a little bit about my story. One of the things that I always was a concern for me about writing my book was that English was my second language. So even though I have spoken English more than I spoke Spanish, I still have my accent in English, my accent in Spanish. So I was thinking how in the world I'm going to become an author when nobody can really speak the Spanglish I speak. (laughs) But that's where you uh, hire professionals like uh, Shirley to help you write your book. So, Shirley, what inspired you to start your career and do what you do?
0: Well, when I was a little girl, I I read obsessively. I read everything I came in contact with, and I still do. I read signs. I read cereal boxes. I read the little free newspaper that comes in my driveway every week. I read everything. And some of the stories that I read, I didn't like the endings. And so when I was little, like seven or eight, I started writing my own little books with construction paper and making my own endings. And um, I decided that I wanted to be an author. Then when I was 11, my parents sponsored a family from Laos and we adopted uh, one of the girls. So we had three people in our family that that were not speaking English at all. And it was a pretty life-changing experience to have people from another culture, another country, a completely different background living with us. So I wrote an article about it when I was 11. And my dad's secretary typed it up on the Royal Selectric typewriter at at his office. And we sent it into the newspaper. And they bought the piece from me and did a story on me and my family. And that was it. I was going to be a reporter or or journalist or something. Mm -hmm. And for a long time, I did do that but then I'm, I'm not really the person that wants to um, get the story at all costs. I just don't really like invading people's lives and I don't like writing unhappy things. And so that's when I started gravitating towards books because I get a lot more say and I get to um, choose the client stories that I can bring to life.
1: Yeah, and I think this is where um, the editing part or what is called the ghost writing, Um, it's so important because while you and I worked together, I felt you got into my head and then you put that in paper and it was me speaking, although I wasn't the one that wrote the book. It's Mm -hmm. actually my stories that once you got to know who I was and how I want that story delivered, it came true on the book.
0: Exactly. Right. And that's my goal. When I do this, what I call collaborative ghostwriting, I listen to the client, they talk to me and I write what they say basically, but then turn it into something that's structured. A lot of people are really good at communicating from their head to their mouth and they can get across their ideas, they're very good speakers, but they're not necessarily as good going head to keyboard. And for me, I just kind of take what they say so I sound like them when I'm doing this collaborative ghostwriting and build their chapters based around their story and what their ultimate goals are for their book.
1: Yeah, and I think at the very beginning, so this is my first book, and I always say I'm not going to write another one because it was <laughs> a hard uh, time, uh, and it was not the editing part, let me tell you, but it was more about the structure, right? But mm-hmm. I think the biggest um, thing that you did for me was put it all in the chapter. So it was my story, really, but you right. had an idea, and then that idea became a um, Uh, the four components, and then the four components became 12 chapters. And then each chapter has four things I will say that we talked about. But that is the story of my, um, you know, the 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 grit and resilience of a business owner, and those actionable tips. Um, So I think that's the biggest thing that uh, you start with organizing everything
0: right yeah cuz my whole goal with everybody is to make their books unique to who they are everybody comes into this life and has some kind of a story like as you do and that particular story is what sets them apart it's what fuels their purpose like you talk about in your book it's what makes them do what they do and so my goal as an editor and ghostwriter is to find out what that story is and then use it as the structure for the outline and for the book so that it it sounds like you it fits you it, it it is an authentic representation of who you are, and the book just is something that you just love because it's so close to your heart.
1: And the reality is, as a business owner, uh, your intellectual property is what is the value that people is looking for. So yes, it is correct to say that your book is the new. Um, business card. Um, yes. So it is important. It, it is so powerful when I stand in a networking group and I have my book to show everybody that I'm an author. It just it puts me in a level, in a category so high up in the networking world that that is why that was important to me to do as a business owner.
0: Yes, it does definitely set you apart. And Forbes magazine said it's the number one way to have people perceive you as an expert. And so the people that I deal with are experts in what they do. They're amazing. And the book just gives them that little um, stamp of authority and and helps them differentiate themselves in a really crowded
1: marketplace. Right. Now, not everybody has a workbook like I did. But Mm -hmm. one of the things that also got my attention were you as a professional gave me some, some uh, consulting was that we created the workbook where it can be its own um, product, I will say, Mm -hmm. different from the book itself. Um, So you can have the book and do the uh, workbook in the academy, or you don't have to have the book and still be able to get value out of the academy and the workbook. Why is that important, you think? Well, if people are going to
0: come and 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 interact with you, whether it's in the book or in the academy or in a workbook or whatever, you want to give them a lot of value for their time. Because I feel very strongly that if people are reading my book or your book or any book that I have worked on, that they're giving me part of their lives. And you have to make that worth that incredible value of their time. So when we created the academy and the workbooks that go with it, we talked about how we would make material that wasn't in the workbook So it wasn't in the book, I mean, um, so they had additional material and then also created workbook materials that were unique just to that educational place.
1: Right. Right. And I think, again, too, um, depends on one of the things that you bring to the table to is the research so busy entrepreneurs like me which sometimes we have the idea we love what we do but the research has to be done and I always tell about the uh, part where we talk about the otavalos in my room I mean in my book and you um did the the uh, research on the name of of the uh, braid that the Otavalo men wear, which is called a shimba. And I, being from Ecuador, never really understood that, but you did it. So (laughs) tell me why is that important also? Because my
0: job is to make sure that the book reflects the best version of yourself. And it also um, has that unique flavor that comes from your background. So that's where I do the research to give it more credence, to give it more Uh, reliability in the marketplace and to make you look good, essentially, because that's my job as an editor.
1: Great. So now, uh, you also have put a, I guess a monthly kind of get together book with people that they um, want to write their own book. And instead of doing it all at once in a private setting with you or just hire you for that, that you do it in a group setting. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? And what are you doing?
0: um we started just for the month of june a group kind of uh writing series where we would meet and work on a chapter a month because writing a whole book is pretty overwhelming to people so we wanted to just do one chapter a month and that kind of makes it doable and fits in with their schedule and then meet with them once a month in order to go over what they need for the next chapter and how to put this all together
1: great great um all righty so um, I'm trying to make sure that mm, <laughs> that everything is working here. And uh, <laughs> one of the, the how do you go out in public? And I know networking event is very important and, and a big part of your business. Um, why do you think also that it's important for everybody else in the networking group or in a business setting? that you write your story? Because we talk about the book being the next uh, business uh, card. Why do you think people should write this book? I mean, as part of their business?
0: Not just as it the new business card and it differentiates yourself. There's, that's a more uh, capitalistic reason for doing it. I feel strongly that all of us have a voice, all of us have a story to tell. And because of that, it's part of our duty as human beings to share that with other people we have a purpose in life. And part of that purpose is communicating our story and what's important to us and the lessons that we want other people to learn. And a book is a great place to do that. Not just to kind of like tell your whole life story because that's not necessarily what everybody wants to read or what they will uh, to, you know, get something from, but to communicate information that can help the people around you and the next generation become that much better.
1: Right, right. Because what we're trying to do is leave an impactful, positive impact, impact, impact in our future generations. That's our legacy.
0: Exactly. So
1: I, I know there's business books, perhaps um, there's other type of books, but I think you have a genre that you actually like a little bit more than, and then I'm not saying that business is not your favorite, but there's something that you do that you like, I think the most, and I believe is that... Um, uh, not the it's not the business one but the more uh, science fiction
0: no actually i write uh, romance and women's fiction and i got into that that. i I got into that because i wanted to write happy endings i wanted to write stories that ended happily because i'd been covering a lot of crime and um, murders and things like that in the town where i lived and i wanted something that left people happier in the end So I got into romance initially and then moved into women's fiction as I got older and I wanted to build more emotional growth into the books that I wrote. And so that's what I tend to do.
1: Great, great, great. Which one is one of your favorite stories that you wrote uh, and that you liked the most?
0: Probably the perfect recipe for love and friendship because it's three sisters and their mother set in the city of Boston. And that's where I grew up. And it's very close to my real life.
1: Good, so that was based uh, of your family a little bit. Does all your stories kind of have to have that familiarity or that emotion um, built to it? Do you feel that that's maybe something what makes the readers or the person that is writing the book emotionally attached to the product?
0: Yes, you definitely want to have that emotional connection. and that's part of the whole approach that I take, whether it's nonfiction or fiction. It doesn't matter what genre is, the, the important part is getting that emotional connection with people and having them understand and be impacted by your words. So when I'm talking with a client or when I'm working on a book of my own, I look at what is going to be the most impactful thing that I can do here. And that's how I choose what to write about or what to work on with a client.
1: Have you have um, clients that they have more than one uh, book that they have wrote with you, like a series of book or things like that?
0: I do. I have a client that's done seven um, children's books so far, and I think we've got five more in the pipeline. Um, I'm working on another client's second book, and I've got a few others that are planning multiple books. And when somebody wants to do more than one book, I like to know that up front because I'm going to plan accordingly with the book that I'm working on right now. A lot of people have a tendency to say, I'm going to put everything into that first book. But you don't want to do that if you've got multiple books in the pipeline. So what we do is we talk about the first book, and then we talk about what we're going to use in the the subsequent books so that we're saving some of that information and building some suspense for what's going to come in the next books, no matter whether they're nonfiction or fiction.
1: Now, that's one of your services but you also write content for businesses um do you base that content on the book or is it different ways or different avenues that you write the content like what is the the one the content that you write for businesses for example
0: for the most part i tend to do um copywriting type content where I do blogs or newsletters. Um, I can write website copy because I was a director of communications for a marketing agency for a long time. I have experience in writing any kind of copy. And to me, the the goal is the same to tell a story and to impact people, whether you're doing that in 20 words or 2000 words. So whatever a business comes to me and needs written, that's what I do always with the ultimate goal of where they're going to increase the revenue streams and where they're going to use this in mind.
1: A, um, great. That is such a, a helpful way to get the business owners uh, to generate a different income source, right? Um, mm-hmm. Because it's important. This is our voice, and not all of us are are made out of the same uh, mold, right? We right. each have a story need to share, and that is why this is so important that our story is being shared. Um, if you could go back in time and tell your younger self something um, that you could change now, what would that one thing be?
0: <laughs> I, I think it would be trust in myself and not worry about things so much. Like. It it took me a long time. I'm 52 now to get to the point where I'm like, you know what, I know what I have for skills. I know what I offer. And I trust in that. And that means I trust that my business is going to do okay. I trust that um, everything's going to work out okay. So if I had just had that faith in myself a long time ago, I think things would have been a little bit easier along the way.
1: And, you know, they do say that after 50, you live your life the fullest because it's like you don't care about the coulda, shoulda, woulda anymore. (laughs) Um, So it's like if people like me fine, if they don't like me fine too, and and you just live your life. But I did tend to understand that at 50, I just like, I don't have to be putting up with people not agreeing with what I say. Um, I just... Do what i have to do because i know i'm good at it and that's what people hire me to do or why they look for my input on different things so i'm with you there about the 50 and up club which is uh, <laughs> it, it gets to a different level in life and it is what it is and we love it i think i'm i'm more freer now than i ever was in my life
0: right and, and you just embrace yourself and accept yourself as you are and that's awesome when you do that I think that just being good in your skin is a huge lesson for all of us to learn, and that's part of coming over fifty.
1: And yeah, exactly. And we have just a few more minutes for one more tip that I always ask people um, that have kept in on the show: Is there a tool or a tip that you have used that have made your business life a lot better and easier? Um, that you would like to share with an entrepreneur that perhaps is is starting a business or trying to keep in business and afloat with everything? What that one tool will be?
0: So I'm pretty old school. Um, I like paper and I'm not like, I'm not huge on technology in general. I mean, I use Microsoft Word and Adobe um, Photoshop, uh, PDF creator, and that's about it. So I have whiteboards and, I have one wiper board that is my inspiration board and one that's my deadline board. So one that's kind of like, here's the big goals that I have for the year and the big goals for next year. And then one, the other board is all of my to-do lists. So one kind of keeps me motivated and one keeps me on track. And I, I'm huge on just lists and to-dos and post-it notes. I, I get really excited when school supplies go on sale because that's what I love to work with. So it's not a great tip, but it's fine. <laughs>
1: it actually is really true because they say goals is dreams with a deadline yes and you know I it is true that it's very powerful where you have a goal or an idea and put it down in paper I think I have a whole bunch of papers all over and not papers but little books that I write things on and you know my memoirs and all the things that at one point where matter matter to me I even go back now and say wow I come a long way because (laughs) what I thought back then is like not the same things that I think now Um, so it's very very helpful but Shirley thank you so much for the time that you took today to come and share with the group how can people find you?
0: Um, i'm on linkedin facebook and everything else as shirley jump or you can go to my website which is jumpstartcreativesolutions.com you can find me anywhere under shirley jump in general so feel free to contact me
1: thank you my dear friend i really appreciate your help and your input today thank you And to you my friends and listeners remember this month of july we are talking about you being the biggest asset for your life for your company In general, people cannot live without you. You are unique, you are necessary, and you were created with a purpose. Highly engaged people are instinctively ambassadors and a trusted source, and they are willing to go above and beyond what is required. Not because you are told them to, but because they want to. You have a message to share with the world that only you were created to share. So my friends, I just want you to understand and know that I love you, that everything in your life is going to be okay, you will be safe, you are necessary, and continue to stay pure, positive, and inspired. This is Rosie Paulson. Ciao!
0: You just enjoyed another episode of Cafecito with Rosie on air. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and visit www.rosiepalson.com to learn more about Rosie Paulson Enterprises. Stay pure. Stay positive. Stay inspired.